Hey fam, welcome to the Highest and Best Podcast with Erica and Stevie. This is episode three and we are going to be talking about creating boundaries with clients. Oh my God. I am so excited for this topic. Me too. Because <laughs> it's kind of a tough one. It's it's hard to set boundaries, um, especially if you are a new real estate agent. If you're building, you have no boundaries usually, yeah. right? You just... Oh, I, I literally yeah. was taking any client I could get. I was answering text messages early, late, phone calls, you know, handling fires at you know, the middle of the night. And it's like, Hey, we're not in a life or death. It's not a life or death situation, right? Like it can wait until the morning. So we're excited to bring some tips and share what it is that we do to create boundaries, de-stress and not be crazy realtor people. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Cause I mean, you, you had mentioned before how you've gotten yourself burnt out, right? Oh yeah. I've literally ended up in the hospital. Like, because I was sick, like I was mentally so sick. I got physically sick. And when I went in, they were like, you are stressed out. You are burned out. And I was young too. It was like in my, it was in my early thirties. And like, Mm -hmm. it just, at that point I realized like, it's not worth it. You know, it just let me figure out a way to kind of balance all this and still be the best realtor I can be in the best version of Erica I can be. Right. But um, I, I totally get it though. Yeah. Like there's just been so many times that you felt so burnt out, overwhelmed, stressed. So it, it, to me, I'm almost like, it's kind of sad. I'm like, oh, I'm not surprised because this job can really drive you into the ground, right? I feel like we're talking so negative about it. I know. Well, I, swear I love my job. <laughs> yeah. It's, you know what? It's okay. And we have high highs and low lows, right? And so I think no matter where you are at the moment, it's just what mm-hmm. it is. And you're going to be on a high, high probably the next day. <laughs> so, um, okay. Let's talk about. What are some things that you've done to create boundaries? Good one. Um, so the best thing I ever did was get a second phone line, uh, because that allows me to walk away from my work phone, which is usually on mm-hmm. me, you know, 20 hours a day. It's literally always there, but you know, where it counts is like, let's say I want to go on a walk or something or like, you know, I want to whatever, like you don't want to not have a phone, right? Because that's not safe all the time or, you know, you just, whatever. Um, so I invested in a second phone line. It was like an extra $50 a month, but you know, when I need a moment, I can just take my work phone and set it down and then, you know, walk away and do whatever I want to do un- uninterrupted. And I think that's really what matters because like, you know, if I'm, you know, oftentimes, right, you're on a walk, right? You're having a, a great walk, everything's fine. And then you get a call, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's like, mm-hmm. you know, you've got to deal with whatever. And and I'm not like, I don't, I don't disconnect for more than, you know, gosh, right. 20 minutes, 40 minutes. Yeah. So unless, this, yeah. The second phone that you have, the phone number, is that the phone number you have like on your business card and all your marketing, your website? So the second phone line is my private line that like my best friends have and my family has, and that's it. Like no one has okay, it. Got so it. the first phone line is got the line it. that I've had got it. since I was, you know, 15 Forever. years old. So that's already all over okay. the internet. So we just... 
I kept that the way it is. Yes. Um, but okay, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So that's been a really good tool if you, you know, if you're there yet, just to be able mm-hmm. to walk away and, you know, have a moment. Um, yeah. yeah. And sometimes it can be like, just probably walking away for what, 20 minutes, you know, it's not like you're saying super extensive time, but sometimes you just need like 15 minutes to collect your thoughts, or at least I do. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and it makes all the difference. And then you come back like fresh headed and you're like, okay, like yeah. now let's deal with it. Um, what do you do, Stevie? Um, so I don't, I don't, you know, we have so many apps on our phones and, you know, with social media and being so active on those platforms, I do not have any notifications turned on my phone unless someone calls or text messages me. Like I don't even have emails because I am checking my email Mm -hmm. very often, very regularly, you know, but, um, I don't want to constantly hear these dings. You know, a lot of times it's just junk email. So, um, it's just been so good for me mentally that, you know, if if it's something important, somebody probably is texting or calling me about it. So I really, really enjoy that. And, um, I'm actually like, this kind of sounds bad, but I'm not always by my phone. I'm actually pretty bad at it. I'll leave it somewhere or I'm not, I'm not attached. And I used to be, and it's kind of funny because, with dating John, um, we were set up through one of his friends and his friend actually told him was like, yeah, dude, like just to let you know, she does a lot on social media. So she's probably attached to her phone and, you know, like obsessive about it. And I was like, oh my God, what a horrible thing for someone to say about me. But, uh, (laughs) John was is like John's on his phone way more than I am like we always like talk about it and laugh about it because I am hardly I hardly have my phone and I am so good with now like putting it away at night and not looking at it until like I'm sitting down and ready to to work you know so I think I've done really good with that aspect but obviously it was not always like that that's amazing I need to do that I I like, I'm attached. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm that person. Like, yeah, it's a huge problem. Well, <laughs> with Instagram, like I yeah. go on there and I do, I love the stories and I love the posts, but it's like, I'm very, I try to be very selective with my time and I know how draining and how much it, you know, Instagram or TikTok or whatever can suck you in. And I really just try to be good with like, I'm going to make that post. And now like, I like time blocking. So, okay, now I need to work on my next thing and not be sucked in on that. So that's that's been really helpful. Not having those notifications on and not being dinged every two seconds, um, is, is really, really helpful. Um, another thing that's been helpful is just, um, saying no to things that don't serve me or don't feel as valuable. That could be like relationships, you know, certain friendships, um, not taking overpriced listings can be like Mm -hmm. extremely, um, I, and I did that in the beginning, even though I knew, like, I, I knew like, you're not supposed to do this. It's going to be a waste of time, but I wanted to take whatever I could, but then I realized how much it's not worth it and how it just makes you look like a a horrible agent to that to that client so saying no to that um working with buyers who only want to exclusively work with you um not volunteering for activities you don't really want to do and you know really putting 
family before business. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know it's, it's always a lot easier said than done, right? Like we all, no one's perfect and still struggle with these things, but I, I try to be very mindful. Definitely. Yeah. Those are really good ones too. You know, and especially, yeah, go, go ahead. ahead. No, you go. <laughs> especially like on trips, we were talking about like, yeah, how do you set boundaries when you're on vacation, right? Like, how do you handle that? Yeah, well, so for me, I I just like let everyone know, you know, obviously in advance. And, mm-hmm. you know, I'm fortunate enough to have a team that they can rely on, right? And so when, if you're a client of mine, if you're a buyer or a seller, you get, um, you're a part of a group text message with my administrator and then usually one other agent. So between the three of us, you know, someone's going to answer your question or comment like pretty quickly, you know, within 10 minutes or less. Um, and so, but, but before that though, what I would do, you know, so if like you're a newer agent and you don't have a team yet, um, I would collaborate with another agent in the office and say, Hey, can you cover for me while I'm gone? You know, uh, and, I would either pay them like a referral fee on the deal, you know, depending on what it, you know, how involved it was, or I would pay them like a set fee per day um, just to cover it all. But, you know, I would email whoever that was before I went like, okay, these are the notes on Mr. and Mrs. So-and-so. These are the notes on this person. This is where this deal is at. Um, That was, you know, when I was newer, but it's just, I think it's so important that you find someone that covers for you and you don't just leave and like tell your clients, sorry, like I'm back in three days. Like, I mean, they Mm -hmm. might need to see that house that day. Right. Because I, I get calls too, which I'm so, I'm sure you do too. My agent's out of town. I can't get a hold of them. Can, you know, and it's just kind of awkward. So, um, Mm -hmm. definitely collaborate with someone in your office who can cover for you while you're gone. Yeah. So it sounds like you set yourself up for success with this, right? Get ahead of it, right? There's a a lot of prep and time that goes into it, but just, and then also too, I'll add to my email, like, Hey, I am out of town, even though clients know ahead of time, but just another little subtle reminder in case an email comes through, like, Hey, I'm going to be out of town this day and this time. I'm still checking my emails, but you know, please, you know, might be a little lag time there. Right. Um, have you ever had times though? Like, even though you did all that you could to prepare, um, while you're on your trip, but then, you know, you're still having to take a call or a client's freaking out. Have you ever had a situation like that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, it's funny. I have a saying, like, if you're not busy, go on vacation. Right. Like if you're dead, like if you're slow and you're like, oh, I'm going to go on vacation, you'll come back with like 10 new clients, like literally. So um, usually and that's the thing, too, is like it's more of like the new clients that are coming in. Right. And you're on a beach or something or you're in Mm -hmm. New York City or wherever. And, um, you know, so you just make time for that. Um, What I've done is just, you know, respond um, promptly and just say, hey, I'm on vacation right now. Um, you know, I'm available instead of asking them when a good time is to connect, I'll say, I'll be available this day between here and here, or this day between here and here. And, you know, you can let me know what works. That's been very powerful in my business is kind of saying, 
this is my availability. I never used to do that. I literally would always be like, oh, what works for you? And then mm-hmm. I would just do whatever they wanted. <laughs> so right. now you got to be like, which day and time? Do, yeah. Here's two options that I'm available. You let me know if either one of those work out. I've gotten really good at that too. Yeah. And that's that. I think that's really helpful in, you know, managing stress and like creating boundaries too. So um, yeah, you have to. Yeah. So, and then I do, you know, usually when I'm away, I'll, I'll get up like early cause I'm just addicted to work. I have a problem and, um, I'll just like get, you know, go on my computer and do my searches oh, yeah. or whatever, just kind of get the lay of the land for the day so that I can go and just enjoy the rest of my day and, and do that. Um, so that's always, and, and that's actually fun work too. Cause like, you know, maybe you're like at the pool and you're watching the sunrise mm-hmm. and like, see, I always vacation in Florida or something somewhere warm. That's where you live. So it's like, um, you're there all the time, which is fun, but, um, yeah, just it's, so it's, it's enjoyable work, right. That you can just enjoy where you're at and, you know, maybe have a mimosa and just get some stuff done. Totally. I think even though when I'm on vacation too, like I'm still doing some kind of work and I usually like to just check my emails in the morning and do a couple little follow-ups, something quick. And then I really like to shut it down. But I did recently, um, on a trip this summer, I had a seller who was very high strung. Um, and it, it was, I remember it was on a weekend, we were out of town and I was on the beach and he was texting me and we were just going back and forth and he was just so like high strung about not, not closing on time because they were really needing the money financially and wanted to make sure like, you know nothing was going to happen and it was like the way he was talking to me and and I was so stressed out I was like I can't relax here you know I was there with John I was like I can't relax like this guy is just driving me crazy that I need I ended up calling him like I thought about ahead of time I was like I need to be very careful with what I say but I also need this to stop it's the weekend it's not like I can I did everything I could before you you know on Friday (laughs) yeah and it's like I just need to have this conversation with him and I prepared the conversation and I ended up talking to him he was like okay all right no I got it I tried trust you. We're cool. I was like, all right, thank you. We hung up. And so I think sometimes you just need to like eat the frog, like just get on the phone with him, like figure out how you can get them to chill out for the time being until you can get back and making solutions for it. Because it's like, God, it's so unenjoyable. I remember that morning just being so stressed out. And I was like, God, I would just want to enjoy my time out on the beach on my vacation. Right. It can, it's going to be hard. Yeah. That's great. You did that. And it's, it's just like getting in front of it. Right. And like grabbing the bull by the horn and saying, you know what, listen, I understand you're feeling this way. That's okay. Yes. There's nothing we can do about it right now. I've got a handle on all of it. And Mm -hmm. so we're going to talk on Monday and we'll take the next step and we'll get to the closing table. Sometimes they just need that like reassurance, right? Someone to just say, I got you. It's fine. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not there physically, but I'm here, (laughs) you know, mentally and emotionally. So let's talk Mm -hmm. later. I, um, you know, cause that's, that's a difficult conversation, right? I mean, that's not easy to sit there and go, okay, I'm going to call this person and tell them to basically stop doing what they're doing. Yeah. I hated it. I was just like, I I remember talking to John. I was like, okay, what should I say? Cause he's so good at it. He's so good with conversations and stuff like that. So I was taking notes out on the beach and I'm like, all right, I'm calling this guy. I'm putting my foot down. (laughs) Yeah. That's so good. And you know, you just have to take that difficult step and, and then it, it's over with. Yeah. You can move on. Yeah. What I really love 
about working with Chris Kemp is that he literally will reply to messages and emails from my clients and I in real time. And that's so important because when you're in a multiple offer situation and you're getting ready to put that offer in and your client wants to know how much their monthly payment is or can they afford that $30,000 over asking that you know they need to write in order to secure the deal, he will literally get right back to you or someone from his team will get right back to you and get your questions answered. He's been in residential lending now for about 21 years and he has been just so supportive of everything that me and my team have done. And I just see him support other agents by, you know, having luncheons or supporting their open houses um, and all those ways too, which is also really cool. Um, His annual production, you guys, is crazy impressive. He's one of the best in the country at $123 million in loan volume every year with 468 single transactions. Like, holy shit, that's crazy. Hashtag goals, right? Um, so if you guys are looking for a residential lender, Chris Kemp's your guy. He's with Flagstar Bank. He's in the metro Detroit area, but can do a loan anywhere in the country. Follow him on Instagram. It's Chris Kemp at Flagstar Bank. Um, and yeah, just tell him highest and best sent you. I have a question for you. What do you do to de-stress in this business? Ooh. So Ooh. my <laughs> my bedroom is like, a hotel bedroom. (laughs) Like I have my weighted blanket. I have my water. I have my lavender. um, That's nice. What is it? Like pillow spray. It's like, who is it by? It's like by European spa or something. I don't know, but they sell it at spas and you can literally just like spray it on your bed. Like, and it makes you fall right asleep. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm a big fan of the calm app. Um, I don't know if you guys use that. Yeah. So like the daily calm, I love doing that every night. It's like a 10 minute meditation. Like, so yeah, it's super relaxing. I know it is. So like my wind down is like, I take a shower and like, I put a candle on and just put my business Mm -hmm. phone away. And like, so there's like a slew of events that happen (laughs) and then it's like water weighted blanket. (laughs) Like It sounds so nice. It is. It, it, and then it's like I'm refreshed the next morning and I feel, you know, I, I don't watch TV yeah. before bed. I, you know, I, I do go on like Instagram though. That's my, that's yeah. kind of my thing. Well, I know you uh, work out. That's going to be yeah. really helpful. What it, kind of workouts do you do? It is. Yeah. I love Pilates. That's one of my favorites. Mm. And I love like um, high intensity interval training. Um, there's a mm-hmm. place here locally in uh, the Metro Detroit area called Lean Body Studio and It's really cool because it's created for women. So it's all women and it's like dark in there, like, which I love too, because like, you know, sometimes you don't want to be like flopping around in the, you know, in the, in like the daylight. Um, And yeah, it's just, it's a 45 minute workout. So it's like done and fast and, you know, you can burn like anywhere from 300 to 500 calories in one session. So I do that um, two to four days a week, depending And I, I'm a member of a local gym with like, you know, they have a sauna and, you know, spa. So that's like my me time. So Mm -hmm. yeah. How about you? 
gosh, I feel like working out is, is the way to go. Like putting my phone away and I'm like, I, I need to sweat. Um, and I've been really into the Peloton bike. I've always been into biking. And I even had like, before I made the investment with the Peloton, I was like, I'm going to get, I got this cheap bike off of Facebook marketplace for like $150. I hooked up the Peloton app. You can still use the app to do the live cycling classes and have access to all the workouts. So I had that on my TV and I was like, if I am consistent with this bike, I will invest and get the Peloton. So I did like a hundred or 200 rides. I was like, fine. It broke. It actually broke. And then finally I was like, okay, I think I can make the investment now for this Peloton. So, um, I got that and I, I, people always ask like, was it worth the money? You know, you had this other bike and I'm like, yes, yes, it was. It just rides like so much smoother. I, I love the Peloton. Um, I'd been totally slacking because, you know, I just sold a house, bought a house. And yesterday was my first workout back. And I only did 20 minutes and I was like, oh my God, I feel like I'm just like starting all over now. Right. Cycling is no joke. (laughs) Like It's, it's so fun. I love it. Yeah. I, I struggle. I actually, I have a Peloton that I want to sell. So if you're in the Metro Detroit area and you're looking for a Peloton, (laughs) I, you know, I, I, I made this pandemic purchase, like sitting in my house locked up and I was like, screw it. I'm just going to get one. So you just didn't end up loving it or I just, I literally like, I hate it. Like, like, I do. I just like, I don't know why I, I think I like thrive off of like other people's energy. So like Mm -hmm. when I'm alone, Mm -hmm. like in a room, I just can't, I can't get into it. Like, you know, and I, I, it's just, it doesn't do it for me. <laughs> like, yeah, I'd rather go on a walk or like go to this hit oh, workout yeah. or do the Pilates. Like, but Hey, that's, I love, yeah. I love walking so much. And where we just moved, there's just like this perfect two mile loop that we do. And I feel like that is just such a de-stressor during COVID. I feel like I was really stressed during COVID. It, it was you know, also everything that was like going on in the world and the unknown, but then also I had like really hard clients during that time. So mentally, I feel like I was holding on by a thread and I would just go walk for hours. And I was like, that was like, I feel like what literally kept me sane. Yeah. Agree. Totally moving your body, you know, just moving right. And listening to a podcast or music. I mean, that, that definitely always helps a lot. Um, Let's talk about, I don't want to say firing clients, dare I say it that way. Um, I mean, it's kind, you know? of, it's kind of how it is. You just had this experience, right? <laughs> yeah, I did. And um, it was really wild. I've never in my life had anything like this happen to me in 15 years. But um, basically, the client texted me that, how do I say this? I won't, I'm actually going to read it. I let's hear it verbatim oh my goodness so I just don't think I was the right person for the deal right like and Mm -hmm. I think it just it wasn't for me and so in the text message she had said that she her how do I say where is it uh uh she didn't feel supported in the deal. 
Was she a buyer or seller? She was a seller. And okay. she, we walked through her house. I met her. I was referred to her by three different people, which is crazy. Like three separate people were like, call Erica. So I meet her. Everything's fine. You know, great. Her place is like designer, decorator, perfect. We agreed it didn't need any staging. Great. Scheduled photos. Told her, you know, the photography team will be there. I usually don't go to my photography appointments unless the seller requests it because my team actually prefers me not to be there because there's just more people in the way, right? Um, but if the seller wants me to, I will be. But um, so she had texted me like a few days before and was like, can you help me move this bookshelf from my office? And I'm like, what like, what do you mean help you move a bookshelf? Like, do you, I, like physically? I was like, I don't think I can physically, but I can like give you the number of someone that could help you. And she was like, yeah, okay, like that's fine. And then whatever. So I just hung up and then, you know, a few days later, the photos were like at 11 and she had texted me at like 8 a.m. and said that like she didn't feel supported in the process because she felt that I should have paid to have someone move the shelves from her office to her home because she felt that it was like a staging need. And I'm like, hmm. hmm, well, we agreed that you didn't need any staging. <laughs> so, and I generally have a stager that does the staging. It's not like me moving your furniture around. That's not normal. Um, but yeah, just this whole, like, I don't feel supported thing. And it's important. Not, not that that's not important, but like, that's just, it's just a lot to text that like two hours before something's happening. And, you know, so I, I just said, I text her back and I just said, I have a few concerns myself and I think it's best we cancel the photos today and pause our professional relationship right now. And I certainly don't want you to feel unsupported or unhappy. So it's perhaps it's best you interview with a few other agents. And she agreed. <laughs> so I felt good that and she it. felt good. So yeah, that was it. Um, it just was a little crazy. It was like, you know, I, it, it I could only imagine like the stress of mm -hmm. there's a showing. Where are you? Why are you late? Why aren't they here? You know what? Like the, I could tell like the personality vibes between the two of us were just not going to mesh. And like, I just, yeah. you know, I just thought like, you know what? Like, I'm just going to cut this right here because it's not going to end up good for either me or her. Right. Cause she's unhappy. Mm -hmm. And then she tells everyone she's unhappy and I'm unhappy. And so that, yeah. that lesson that taught me is, is just like, you know, which I don't really do that. Like, I usually will just take it on and figure it out. You know, I normally probably would have ran over to her house and dropped my whole day and just been like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Like here, what do you need? You know? And I just thought like, no, like this isn't okay. Like I can't, this is too out. Like yeah. I have a full day booked already. So I don't know. <laughs> I feel like I usually don't realize someone is the way they are until after we're like under contract and it's like, all right, now I just got to get us through this. Yeah, you're already there. <laughs> but it's like, if I would have known, if I would have known, I would not have taken them as a client. It's usually like too late, you know? Well, because like for every bad client, right, that maybe you don't jive with, there's like 10 others right. that like you jive with and it's easy and it's fun and like you love them and they mm -hmm. love you. Like no one wants to be involved in situations where, you know, because that, mm -hmm. I mean, listen, when you sign with someone, it's a month, three months, six months sometimes, right? Like, so, you know, that that was really difficult for me to do, but I'm proud of myself and I felt yeah. so much better after. And I, I think I said it That's in a way, matters. 
yeah, like I think I said it in a way where, you know, she she was like great. She was like, oh, my gosh, that's great. Like, and I'll, you know, and she she said, like, I'll keep you posted. And I'm like, lose my number. But <laughs> that's OK. <laughs> um, so I keep a, I think a couple other things that helps with um, creating boundaries is, you know, setting the right expectations to your client. Um, a lot of times I'll say, like. Well, I will ask, like, how do you prefer to communicate? So I know, you know, usually the conversation goes better when I'm communicating with them on on the way that they like. Um, but I also, and people have gotten so, I've never had any issues with this. Like if, if someone now like calls or texts me at, you know, at seven even, you know, and sometimes I'm like, yeah, I could answer. Like, let's say I'm not doing anything. And I'm like, I could answer right now, but I'm not going to. Like, this is a boundary I'm creating because I know if I message them back now, tomorrow, they're mm-hmm. going to message me. And the day after, and the day after, if I keep giving into this. Um, so usually, like, at night, I'm just like, I will wait. And I feel like that helps to set the expectation and saying, you know, the next responding immediately the next morning, you know, when I'm working, like, good morning, I got your message last night, and then answering, you know, their question. So I think that's really, really helpful. And just being honest and forthcoming about the expectations, not like you're being rude or disrespectful or anything. Um, We, everyone has a life and everyone is busy and has other things going on. And I feel like even in our business, like it's acceptable. Obviously, there's times like, a couple of weeks ago, a buyer reached out to me that they wanted to look at a property at 4.30. And I was like, okay, I'm looking it up. MLS says highest and best by seven. Uh-oh. And they're like, <laughs> okay. And I had, we already had dinner reservations. So oh, no. I knew I couldn't do it. So I got uh, someone on my team to do the showing. Yeah. Um, and then the buyers were late. They didn't get there until 5.30. So, I, cause I was thinking, okay, 4.30. I remember we were like on the phone and I was right. like, this, I was free, you know, Your trying world to figure stops. it out. You're trying to make it happen, yeah. right? Yeah. I'm like, I'm supposed to be getting ready right now, but you know, obviously this is important. So I got, um, a buyer's agent to get out there to do the showing. And then of course, like they were late. And then of course they, I I told them, I'm like, we need to get this in. I need to draft up. It's 10 pages along with all the amendments. And so, yeah. yeah, And I was like, and I need your pre-approval for this amount. So I was telling them all this, they didn't call me until probably six 30 and I was at dinner. I stepped outside to take the call and, um, I was talking to them. Now I'm having to go through everything, like the entire offer, all the terms I had brought my laptop to dinner and I was doing it at dinner just so I could meet this deadline for seven. Um, and so, you know, that was a time that I feel like I, I couldn't create a boundary. Like yeah. it was very time sensitive sure. and they would have ditched me if, if I didn't. So I think there are situations like that where you do have to be accommodating. For sure. Yeah. Oh, I, and that's the thing too, right? That's just part of our job. Right. So, right. you know, I, so it's kind of funny when, yeah. when agents say like, Oh, I'm getting in the business because it's so flexible. It's like, Ugh. not always. Okay. It's not always flexible. When I hear You're that, other I'm just like, time. Oh God. <laughs> It's, oh boy. Yeah. I mean, it, it is flexible and it's not flexible, right? Like you have to just be prepared yeah. to, to get it done, you know? And, and that's what we do. You know, I, the first time I, you know, went to dinner with my husband, like at our club and he, it was like the special thing. Like he'd always wanted to be a part of a golf club. And so, and I was sitting there like negotiating an offer and I was walking away from yeah. the table, like every 10 minutes. And 
that's just what we do, right? That's not our client's fault, right? So, right. but it's like, if, if there's like a mutual respect and like, you mm-hmm. know, then fine, great. I'll, I, I'm, I'll happily do it for you. But if you're like going to walk all over me and tell me, you know what I mean? Like not be reasonable. And it's like, this is not going to work It's not going to fly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so cool. Well, I feel like we gave a lot of really good suggestions on creating boundaries. So thank you guys so much for listening. Definitely follow us on Instagram at highest and best. And yeah, anything else you want to mention? Yeah, that's it. Um, Comments, questions, send them in to our DMs. We're listening. So. All right, guys. We'll see you on the next one. (laughs) Bye.